And when you allow yourself to do that, then you empower yourself. That's why here on this weekly podcast, Clear Blue Radiance, and again today is Thursday, December the 1st, 2022, it's an opportunity to receive information. And here for Resident Essentials YouTube channel, we like to talk about things that can empower you on the spot, things that you can put in motion right away. So this specific topic is, you are a dreamer, a visionary and one who sees like a seer. In other words, a seer has a prophetic eye. We all have the gift. We all have these gifts on one level or another. Some of them have immense gifts. You know, some people (laughs) have gifts way out here. Others don't realize that they have the gift of writing. They have the gift of speaking. They have the gift of singing which means they could be in the moment, right? People who are creative create on the spot. That's why you listen to uh, a a person, right, who's in a band. And I'm thinking more like a jazz band. And you've seen jazz musicians play. And they're playing and they're grooving. And as they say, the drummer has to stay in the pocket. He creates the energy. He creates the rhythm. He's got to stay right there in the pocket. Why? Because basically everybody's following the drummer. They're not following the sax player, the trumpet player, the trombonist, the flute player. They're not following the guitar player. They might be following the bass player. Okay, they might be following the bass player, but they're following the melody melody line of the bass player. It's the drummer who sets the whole thing in motion. And not only is the drummer sitting in that pocket with that rhythm, but that drummer is also therefore communicating, laying out accents for everyone else. And if everyone in the band is in tune with the drummer, beautiful, miraculous things happen. One of the things, if I know you've seen it, is when a person gets to the point where they can take a solo. Now, traditional jazz musicians had it where you'd have, let's say, the piano player. They'd they be grooving first. And then you have the bass player. Then maybe you might have the guitar player. And then the last one that gets into a solo groove is the drummer. In any event, though, the entire group needs each other. The entire group. Now, there's some groups that come out where you just got two people. I used to go to jazz clubs back when I lived in uh, Long Island in New Jersey. And I remember one of my cousin's husband owned a jazz club in Orange, New Jersey. And we would go there. And I used to see, like, uh, guitar players like Jerry Ponder, Jimmy Ponder, and these other, other cats playing with their protégés. And whoever, and you know, sometimes all they had was a drummer. But in most cases, it would be the guitarist and a bass player. Because the bass, the guitar, the drums, the piano, they're part of the percussionist community. Why? Because they can make other sounds other than hearing the strings be played. And so you could sit there and get mesmerized for hours watching Jimmy Ponder play. You know, and sometimes... I'd go there on certain nights, and he's just by himself. But the beauty of it is, 
he knows how to create that music in the jazz frame of mind. So his melodic tones, his chording, his solo notes would get you into such a deep groove with him that you would imagine what the drummer would be doing if a drummer was there, what a stand-up, upright bass player would be doing if he was there, or electric bass guitar, or a saxophone player. You could, you could hear them in your, within your own mind because of what he was emanating from his heart, that he could create that energetic atmosphere, and then you would what? Hear it within yourself you would create the rest of the frame, the rest of the picture. So, a dreamer, and we all are a dreamer. There's no one on the planet who doesn't dream. You might forget that you had a dream, but you do dream. A dreamer simply has one of many dreams of one's hopes and desires in life. When you're dreaming, you're hoping for a better situation, to be able to have a better reality for yourself. You're looking to solve problems. That's why you're a dreamer. You're solving a problem somewhere in the dream world. Shamans have said, ancient medicine people have said, for centuries upon centuries, that your dream world is your real world. It is the place where you go when you lay down at night to travel off to distant lands, as it says. Some might do what they call astral projection. Others, like myself, I call it more like soul because we're getting beyond, beginning, getting beyond this astral realm of consciousness and go a little deeper and a little higher within yourself to receive higher consciousness, higher wisdom, higher understandings. To be able to see yourself in a completely different new light so that you can, excuse me, so that you can, (laughs) my chair is here, so that you can refrain from going backwards. Because it's all about what? Moving forward. That's what you're striving to do. Move forward and expand upward in your consciousness. Move forward and expand upward. So a dreamer simply can have as many dreams as they desire. Sometimes when you're first studying dreams, you don't realize you're having a lot of dreams. It's already been proven in dream laboratories that every 90 seconds, we're having a dream. But in the world of the dreamer, it's expanded and slowed down. So it appears to be one dream or maybe two dreams, two different scenes. But we're experiencing that. The REM, rapid eye movement. Someone can see your eyes flicker beneath your eye, eyelashes. Between, you know, beneath the, the lid, upper and lower lids, the eye is darting back and forth. That is a sign that you're having a dream. And if you ever have the opportunity to learn how to astral project or soul travel, as I call it, you're able to turn around 
and see yourself. See the body totally still. See the body breathe lightly. But you are out of the body. You're traveling around the ethers. You're going wherever your heart desires you to go. Oh, wow. That's cool. So, um, yeah, that's how things work. Synchronicity. And so we are seeing and, and receiving information on a much higher level. But we are seeking it. And sometimes the dreamer triggers it. What I mean by that is throughout the day, week, months, years, you're in your waking state looking for a key. I need to find a key. I'm going to go to the library. Well, now my phone is like a library. My laptop's like a library because I can go online and do all the research I want. Or maybe I have a membership with Gaia, you know, and I'll go in there and I'll find some prime video. I'll, I'll go wherever I need to go, <laughs> but I'm going to get this information. So we are triggering ourselves on very deep levels to do what? Eventually remember. Not just discover and uncover. We, we grow in our awareness. We're here to remember. Once we can remember everything, everything becomes a blessing for us. The other important word in this title, because that says you are a dreamer, a visionary. A visionary sees what is imagined and possible to see as he or she takes hold by simply envisioning the dream as a reality to be experienced. So the vision, a person who has the vision, they're seeing something exactly the way it's going to come out. When you have a vision you see exactly how the scene is going to unfold. Now, if you're one who meditates a lot, you can meditate on your dreams to get the answer. You can meditate on the vision so it becomes crystal clear inside of you. So when opportunities present themselves and you begin to see the vision unfold, you're already there. You're already in it. One who sees is really a seer. A seer is just the most simplest word to say that the person has a prophetic eye. What they are seeing is beyond the visionary. They're seeing what appears to be past, present, future, and everything else overlapping and coming through. The prophetic person can see distinctively how each line, each, each lane is going to represent itself. It's going to come forward. And they will know ahead of time what to do or not to do. That is the seer. The greatest thing to remember is that in all three positions, whether you are the dreamer, the visionary, or the seer, all have the power to remember everything they experienced. And that's why you can meditate on the experience of the dream. That's why you can meditate 
on the vision that you saw. You become a visionary when you have it constantly going on, this dance inside of yourself all the time. The more you have it, the clearer you're going to become. The greater understanding you will have. You'll be able to go far into yourself. Everybody is saying it, right? From the late Reverend Knight to the late Neville Goddard, up to Descartes, up to all these people and beyond. (laughs) Even the great ancestors coming out of Africa and China or all these other places share the same concept, just explained a different way. People often say, how did the doggone tribe know where Sirius was? How did they know? Why? Because the wisdom was passed along exactly word for word for word for word for word. How does a child come out of the mother's womb being connected to divine things right away? Because the mother's feeding that child. As much as she's taking nourishment for herself, the mother, that nourishment she is sharing with the child that she carries or the two, three, four children or five that she's carrying inside of her. She is the gods, goddess energy. She is the primal source of creation. And the children are the satellites receiving deep sleep. We do the same. We do the same exact thing. We go to sleep at night and dream and have visions and travel out of our body, in our soul body, in our light body, going all over the universe, receiving nourishment, remembering who we are, trying to figure it out. Then we realize we don't have anything to figure out. We have more to do, which is go into the deepest part of ourselves, get past our ego mind, and step into the silent wonders of our heart. Our heart pulsates, right? It's pulsating, to do, to do, to do, to do. What, 72 seconds a minute for most of us. Seven plus two is nine. <laughs> the miraculous nine. But those who meditate all the time, your heartbeat gets slower. Some of you can bring it down to 70 seconds, 70 beats per minute. Some of you can bring it down to 68. Yogis go further. Qigong masters go further. All of us can get deeper. Why? Because when we are in the dream world, Everything is moving slower. That's what allows us to become lucid in the dream. Meaning we become conscious that we are awake in this dream world. We can peer through the veils and see our physical body in the bed, on the mattress, on the futon, sound asleep. When we are in the dream world, we become in essence like the visionary. Because we step into our dream body, just like we do in our physical world, we don't see a reflection of ourselves unless it's videotaping, 
doing a selfie, seeing a reflection in a mirror, or off of a window. What happens is we're in that world. That dream world proves to us that we're not tied to the physical. We think that we are, but we are not tied to the physical world. What is that phrase? You are of this world. You're in this world, but not of it. You don't come from it, really. Why? Because you're a traveler in time. You're you're actually traveling through time, beyond linear time, into circular time, spiraling energy up and down. That's how you're traveling, all the way around the universe. Constellation to constellation to constellation to constellation. You're traveling beyond. Then you realize in your studies upon this earth and in other dimensions and realms of consciousness that you pick up, you begin to remember that everything is connected. That's why eventually you don't watch the news anymore. Why? Because the news will show up to you. Somebody who watches the news is going to tell you about it anyway. Or if you want, you'll go online and check it out for yourself. But in a higher wisdom, energy field of higher consciousness, you go beyond what you hear in the news. You're not going to let the media spin it for you. You're going beyond. You're you're this metaphysical being, infinite being. You're going beyond to see the light for yourself. You understand that you are the light. See, so the visionary can imagine great things in detail. The visionary is the one who has the vision for everybody else. But nowadays, everybody else is entitled to have their own vision or visions. Vision, all it means is seeing the particles of light. I-O-N, ion, particle of light. And each particle of light contains what? Wisdom, knowledge, understanding of a most infinite mind. We are the extensions of the creator, a prime creator. We are the extensions. We are the infinite thoughts walking around and traveling in space and traveling in vehicles and walking on our feet and sleeping at night. We are those extended ones. We are the souls where we can can read our own Akashic records on ourselves, within our bodies. Then, you know, you can see You are the seer. You're experiencing yourself through yourself. The light of the divine experiences you through the billions and trillions and quadrillions. Or like people like, I like to say, the gazillions walking around, coming and going. Trillions of cells in the body coming and going. Trillions of cells coming and going in the universe. There is, there is a thing where you inhale. Oh, thank you, Brother K. Thank you. you there's, there's a thing where the, the gap, as they call it, the gap between your inhalation and a split second, millionth of a second before you exhale. It is said the presence of the Creator is in that gap. So, can you imagine inhaling 
at the top of your inhalation, you will feel the energy flow up in your body and around you. It's a magnificent feeling. And it's different every moment you do it. The presence of the divine, that which we are seeking, the I am of the I am. That's why you say the phrase, I am that I am. And that I am says, I am you. (laughs) He said, well, how's all these trillions of people, billions of people, how are we all the same? Get rid of our skin, get rid of our bones, get rid of our blood, get rid of our nerves, and we're nothing but light. Moving around. Fluid light that still has consciousness that can communicate telepathically if necessary. This is why fathers can feel their sons, but who is the real feeler? Mom. Mom can feel what her husband is doing, what her son is doing, what her daughter is doing, what the cat and the dog and the lizard and the bird is doing. Mom holds the key. She is the alma mater. She is the divine mother matrix. And many other cultures, people would laugh at third world cultures. cultures. Yeah, they want to call them third world, but they're the first world. Third world countries are really the first world. They're the ones that understood nature and, and the divine is one and the same. You don't, take, you don't take all the fish out of the sea, you leave some for somebody else. And those fish have just as much consciousness as you do. They say, man, don't feast on me. Feast on the herbs. And the herbs present themselves for you. And then we get like so many other people, a few I will say, who have done it, who become what? Able to feed and eat the sun rays. Able to eat the moon rays. Able to do what? Breathe. That's when a person can get to that point. They become what? A breathitarian. They're taking it all. But what are they consuming? They're consuming what they truly are. They are consuming pranic energy. Pranic energy is an, prana is another word for chi, another word for ki, organ, spirit. But we don't have to go to that infinite level. You can capture that energy just by channeling the energy through yourself bringing your energy up to meet the energy outside of you that is pure. You are a dreamer. But guess what? You're no longer guessing through your dream. What? What? You're not going, what should I dream today? What should I experience? No, what you're doing, I'm going to dream this. I'm going to experience this. So now you step from the world of the dreamer into the visionary. And now you say, I'm going to have this vision. This is the vision I want. Why? Because you can see it. And as the seer, you'll say, behold, this is it. It is done. (laughs) That's what happens. You say, behold, this is it. It is done. That's why people go into uh, divine mind churches or science of mind, which is now centered spiritual living, unity churches, what? Because they get affirmative prayers, not just affirmation. They study affirmations. 
but they get affirmative prayer. And they can take it a step further and study a decree. I have a book that I wrote a year or two ago, I believe. It's called Decree and It Shall Be. Speak as I am. Why? Because you can take those things and bring them into existence. Woo! Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. And we all are doing that. We all are awakening. We all are awakening to these living concepts. Once we start to remember, that's the key. Once we start to remember one thing, we begin to remember everything. I had a, I have a book in one of my, my living room libraries here. I should have brought it out today. It was, it's a title by um, Neil Donald Walsh. And he wrote this book called When Everything Changes, Comma, Change Everything. <laughs> I'll say the title again. When everything changes, change everything. That means life is constantly in motion. Oh, yeah, a divine witness. We are experiencing the divinity in ourselves all the time. It has never stopped. What we are beginning to do is go back to the mind of children who have the heart of a lion to live our expression of divinity not only on earth but beyond one of my late teachers once said your only reason for going to sleep is to prepare yourself for transition and I'm saying well I'm not going to sleep to die he said I don't mean it that way I mean you're preparing yourself to get out of your body and go seek more wisdom. Go go to the pyramids of, of Egypt. Go to Chichen Itza, to the Step Pyramid. Go to wherever you need to go. Go to ancient Atlantis. It's already written in the Akashic. Go to the Akashic Halls and see if you can find it. When you find it, it'll register inside yourself and you go have the experience. We are here to reawaken to our divinity and have fun doing it. But many times we don't often see ourselves having fun. Why? Because we got pressure, we got bills, we got relationships, social, family, romantic, marital, whatever. <laughs> if you're single, you still got a relationship. That's with yourself. You have a relationship with yourself. You get to understand the divine process going on inside yourself and see it outside yourself. We're here to learn or relearn or discover or rediscover our true self. Remember seeing the first movie? I gotta, I gotta get ready to see Avatar. I didn't even get, get a chance to see Wakanda forever yet. But guess what? You remember in both of those movies, something else was going on. Wasn't in the original movie Wakanda, wasn't there a point where they had to retrieve T'Challa's body 
And they brought him back to a place where he could have the experience of his divinity, of connecting with his father and connecting with the ancestors. Remember that? All the animals. He saw all the animals. He was out of, he was beyond the physical. He was in the realm of consciousness of his divine self. Seeing the animals in the trees, seeing the animals in the field. And every one of those animals did what? Turn into his ancestors. Then he saw his father. Then he understood what his father was saying to him all those years. Then he reawakened, had his purpose in place. In the first movie, Avatar. We kept kept seeing um, the people, right? They would go in that chamber. And in the chamber, what were they doing? Dreaming the vision. They went from being an average tall person to a gigantic person walking around. Here's another movie that did the same thing. If you watch The Matrix, you see the trilogy of the Matrix, but if you watch the very first Matrix, there's the point where he's sitting in the ship, right? In the spaceship, the galactic self-laboratory with Morpheus. And what is he doing? In the dream world, fighting Mr. Smith. And what does Mr. Smith symbolize, though? See, Neo, N-E-O, could represent many things. New era of opportunity, new era of the oneself. Or, to some people, it's a new era of a new order. But guess what? Neon, you flip the letters around, you get eon, which is eras of time, and you get one. He's the one who understands all the errors of time. Man-made time and divine time. That's why you see him in the subway running, and then you see him run back through, letting you know it's in a loop. (laughs) Everything's in a loop. It's on a cycle. Run around in a circle. He's not going linear. He's running around in a circle. But there's a part in that movie where you realize... He is Mr. Smith. Neo is Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith is supposed to be his lower self. He is his higher self. Mr. Smith is his ego acting out in the lower realm. He is his higher self. When he finally recognizes that, then what happens? He bends time. He bends light. He bends rooms. He bends areas. He realizes he can't die. He just goes from one realm to the next. All these movies are pointing all of this stuff out to us. One who can see is a seer. For what is seen is seen before it happens. But all three, I mean, you are all of these three things. 
You are a dreamer, you are a visionary, and you are a seer. You're one that's born with a prophetic eye, a single eye. Let the single eye be one. And what happens? Boom, light. You become light. You go back to the awareness that you are light. That's all that you are. All three have the power to do what? Remember everything. If you can remember everything, then you will remember. Remember means to bring all parts of yourself back together. And then take it, elevate it to a higher realm of consciousness. A higher realm of being. A higher reality. You realize just one of you on the planet. But we see all of these trillions and billions of people around us, but we're all one. That's why children are so close to the divine world before they hit seven. They're seeing, they're still seeing everything. They're still experiencing everything. We will one day awaken to the reality of our own truth. That's my message for today. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm Brother Francis E. Rebels Bay. I'm the host for Clear Blue Radiance. Uh, if you're ever here in the city of Albuquerque, if you live in this area, uh, especially whether you're in the Northeast Heights, every Saturday from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m., I do what I, I give a class, a one-hour class called Creative Pathwork Meditation Series. And I introduce people to the science of breathing so they can open themselves up. I introduce people to the silence of being. Being in the silence in meditation also use five distinctive rays or colors of light that assist you in opening yourself up to clear your mind, to balance your nerve system and your emotions, to uh, allow you to feel the presence of more compassion and grace in your life. Give, uh, teach all five of these rays. Those four. That <laughs> felt like bruh from the fifth floor. All five of the rays. There are more rays than that, but I teach those distinctive five rays. Also, well, they hear all of them. The white ray or white flame. That's for protecting your auric field more and raising it higher. I teach you a golden yellow or yellow, but it's golden yellow. And that helps clear and maintain and balance your mental nature. I teach you the blue flame last. So I give you white. I give you a golden yellow. I also give you a violet light, different than the St. Germain, that takes care of your nerve system. Okay? And then I also give you the pink, which again balances the heart chakra more. So more compassion. And then the blue flame, like this, a blue flame, cobalt blue, we, we have you have your own experience with your higher self and one day inside the great central sun. So these are the teachings that I offer. There's a very minimal fee. I'm not allowed to say it <laughs> on, on the YouTube channel nor Facebook. But if you email me, and I'll give you my email, I have all kinds of ways. I have even I even do them online. So here's my email. Usually on the first Sunday 
afternoon I do it online, and the first Tuesday evening I do it online. So if you want more information, you can just simply email me. If you want to know more about Resident Essentials, go to www.residentessentials.com. That's R-E-S, I'll put it here. You want to go to www. .residentessentials.com And if you go here, you can click on Practitioners and you'll see all the practitioners. And if you click on Preferred Businesses, I'm in that one. Okay, but you want to contact, there's a phone number there, you want to contact the owner, Michelle Vidal. If you live here, in the city of Albuquerque or up in Santa Fe or Las Lunas, which is south of us, or Bellin, get in contact with Michelle Vidal at Resident Essentials. And her name will be there with her phone number. You can find out more information. You can look at the calendar events and see what's going on from day to day and the weekends, different courses, classes. Lots of people coming through now teaching a lot of things here. And it's all about raising your consciousness to the next level for yourself. All right, everybody. And I also tell you, if you're again here in Albuquerque, also at Resident Essentials, every second Sunday, the second Sunday of the month, we have a psychic and healing fair. And it's free admission. So you want to get in touch with Resident Essentials. Ask for Michelle Vidal. She gives a phone number there. And you'll be able to find out more information. I'm going to sign off right now. Uh, It's time for me to see what I can rustle up for a meal. (laughs) But thank you for coming and joining me, Brother Brother K. Thank you so much. I'm glad you you follow that inner wisdom, that inner sight to, to be here to receive this information. You can always come back and replay this information within, I think, in about an hour's time. It'll recycle, and then it'll be set in the system. Okay, so if you want to find out more information, what I do, just email me at iam.circleofgrace1 at gmail.com. Until next time, my grace is your grace. Remember that divine grace is a blessing as we are alive and well in the age of remembrance.